to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. Father in heaven, we are grateful and thankful. We thank you, Lord, for a beautiful day. We thank you, Lord, that we are alive today. We thank you, Lord, that even as we have gathered before you, none of us here, Lord, need an aid to breathe. None of us need extra oxygen to breathe, to survive. But Lord, you have supplied, and we are truly grateful. We are thankful for the gift of life this afternoon. Now, Lord, we pray that your presence will be with us. Give us of your Holy Spirit, O Father. Give us of your Spirit to teach us. This we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, please be seated. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, I miss, um, I miss Pastor Chiani. Um, he's involved in other things and um, he'll be with us as soon as he gets the opportunity but we are blessed Amen Wherever he is, he's blessed too Amen Amen. He'll be happy to see that he's not here but we are really flowing with the technology Amen. God in whatever he's doing. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, we want to share or we want to begin a short series um, this beginning of this year, and we are going to share. Um, from one of Bishop's powerful books and the message, the topic of this short series is how to pray. How wow. to pray. Beautiful. And I think the, the song was so appropriate. Amen. The, Amen. It was just answering or uh, just introducing our message. So thank you, Sarah, for preaching to us. That's my message. What is the best way to pray? Amen. I'm from Bishop's book, what, How to Pray. And I want you all have this book. Every one of you, if you don't have it, just buy it from Amazon. It's not expensive. You can get an electronic copy, you know, and just have your own copy. And as we are reading together, you highlight, you underline your book. And I believe God is going to bless us. Amen. So we are actually sharing from chapter 9. Chapter 9. And today's message, so the broad topic is how to pray. And today's message, um, we are sharing chapter 9, 12 steps to 100% answered prayer. Preach. 12 steps to 100 Percent answered prayer. Do you want to know? I oh, want, yes. to know, Rev. want to know, Rev. Wow. 
Do you want to know how to get 100% answered prayer? I want to know. Thank you. Then you have joined the right service. Amen. Well, you see, when you look in the scriptures, when you look at the things that the scripture says about prayer, it gives you the impression that God answers all prayers. That God answers all prayers. But you and I know that there are certain prayers that we have also not received answers. Isn't that, that so? That one. That one. You are praying. And you have not received certain answers. Rightly so. so yeah. We cannot go against the scripture also. Because the scripture is revealing to us that God answers all prayers. Do you understand? So it is important to look at the broad context of the Bible to understand if and how God actually answers prayers. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, we have to know know how God answers prayers. And when you read some of the scriptures, you know, it shows that God answers prayers. If you look at Matthew chapter 21 and verse 22, it says, all things, it says, and all things, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. That Amen. is the word. All things, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. And I believe that you have believed in certain things and you have not received. Isn't that so? Yes, oh, yes right. So, the scriptures are showing us that God wants to answer 100% of our prayers. God wants to answer. So, and that must be our aim. That must be the aim that whenever we pray, we are going to receive 100% answer. God is going to answer it. Hallelujah. Amen. And we must aim for God's best. If God wants to answer, God says that whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believe me, you shall receive. That should be our goal. Do you understand? But we also have to understand that there are certain conditions for answered prayer. There are certain conditions for answered prayer that we must know also. And if we are going to have 100% answered prayer, then we should know these conditions. And that is the reason why we are going to learn these 12 steps. Amen. Of steps that lead to 100% answered prayer. And I believe that at the end of the 12 steps, your prayer life is going to change. The answers to your prayers are going to change. You will Amen. know really how to Amen. pray. Hallelujah. Amen. So for one scripture, for instance, John chapter 14 and verse 13, it says, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. Amen. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Amen. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Do you see? So prayers ought to be answered. God wants to answer all of our prayers. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants to answer all of our prayers. So 12 steps, 12 steps to 100% answered prayer. Now, Prayer, we should see it as a Christian. You should see prayer as a privilege that God has actually given to us, his children, 
to talk to him. Amen. It's a privilege that we have to talk to our heavenly father and to receive answers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Preaching. Something that we just do mm. because it's, it's part of religion. It's part of our Christian religion. It is a privilege and we should see it really as a privilege and you should treat it as a privilege. Amen. Because you, you have to understand the almighty God that we serve, that you have the opportunity to talk to. Mm. You have to embrace that. You have to acknowledge that. Hallelujah. Amen. You have to understand that. That when you stand to pray, you see, if we, you are given an opportunity right now to speak to President-elect Biden, I believe that you, you, you don't use certain words that you normally use with your friends, you know. Listen, you know, you probably be say, Mr. President, I mean, in three days, you can say that. <laughs> now you probably can say Mr. President-elect. But you will not address him like Charlie Biden, listen, Joe. You know, At I mean, no, 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 you, Joe. You know, you can't no, talk to him no, like no, because never, never. you know who you who you are talking to. Are no, you understand sure. what I'm saying? That's right. So when you stand to pray, also you should know that you are standing before the God whose majesty, you know, the God whose power is beyond all power. You are Amen. standing before a great God. You see, you have Amen. to acknowledge it to yourself. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You're teaching, Reverend. You have to be conscious of that. You have to say that, look, you know, it's like if you are standing before your father to talk, you know, it's not the same as you are standing before your classmate to talk. Do you understand? Or if you are talking to your pastor, it's not the same as talking to another church member, you know, that you, you know, your, your colleague in the choir or that you are angry with, even if you are angry with the pastor. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Right. Even if you are angry with me, you are going to address it. You come out, you, you, you sit down for a while to think about how you are going to. Oh, yes, very right. <laughs> you understand? Like, you know, something like that. So you have to first acknowledge that I'm talking to God. Amen. And that even changes your attitude, like dragging, you know, you know, like, you know, I mean, you woke up and something's on your mouth, around your mouth. And, you know, I mean, you will not do that before President Biden. Oh. <laughs> you are preaching. what I'm saying with you. Preach, Reverend. And you believe that as you are talking to God, he's there hearing you. That's right. You, you believe that. Otherwise, why do you pray? Hallelujah. If you don't believe it, but if you believe that you are talking to God, then acknowledge that he's majestic God. Amen. He's the king of kings. He's above every president. Hallelujah. Preaching. Somebody understand what I'm sharing with you. Yes, yes. God wants to answer our prayers and we want to have 100% answered prayers. Hallelujah. So many people, I mean, many Christians, you know, treat prayer as a kind of religious ritual or some religious routine that we must perform. 
do you see? And, you know, sometimes you stand, you know, or you wake up, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be thy own. <laughs> then you finish, you are gone. Do you understand? Even that yeah, you are preaching. Even when you are eating, you just look. When you are eating and you are praying, you expect that God will really actually bless the food. Lord, you already know. But when you are praying, you don't even have in mind that you are talking to a great person to bless the food for you. This small food, this food that even smells, you are you are calling God. You are talk- and you don't acknowledge that God will come before your smelly food. I mean, some of your food, you know, you know what I'm talking about. That when you want our co-workers tell us from where you are. <laughs> you are preaching, Rev. No, not you. Oh, Rev, you are preaching good. <laughs> Why did somebody want her food in the nurse's lounge and then they all left? <laughs> Everybody left the place. <laughs> this will be a very good strategy for Mercy social distance. <laughs> I think some of your food will be very good for social distancing because very, you very good. Even kill the virus. But please yeah. do something. Don't take to work. You know. Well, we are hoping that. <laughs> but we have to acknowledge that even the little food that you have, you have that you are eating. As I am teaching you this, I am actually teaching myself. I'm telling That's you. Right. Teach me, Reverend. I'm teaching myself. Mm-hmm. Amen. That we have prayed Amen. some prayers sometimes that become like routine. Mm. And we didn't acknowledge the majestic God that we were really talking to an important person. Hallelujah. Amen. So let us not treat prayer like that. And we, we want, we want we, if we want 100% answers, then we should just do what is proper to achieve 100% answers to our prayers. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. Because when we look in the scriptures, it doesn't speak about pray and, you know, that possibly you may receive answers or pray. Mm-hmm. Jesus didn't teach us that, that pray, but perhaps, or maybe you may receive answers. Pray and, you know, sometimes you may receive answers or all things being equal, you may receive answers. Jesus taught us, he says, that you will get an answer to your prayer. That you will get an answer to your prayer. Hallelujah. And so we are going to go through these steps. And I believe that it is going to give us the strategies, the steps to get 100% answered prayers. And I want you to take them seriously. And don't just, don't let this be another, I, I believe that is a very important message. Yes, very don't let it be another routine message that you came to listen and then but I want you to really take the each step that I'm going to share with you seriously and apply it. Begin today Amen. and apply it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we, we serve a living God. We serve a living God. We don't serve a wooden God. We don't serve stones. We are not worshiping rivers. We okay. We are not worshiping trees. We are not worshiping the moon or the sun. We are serving a living God. Amen. A powerful God. One who answered by fire. One who saves and delivers. That is the God. Amen. He answers. able to answer prayers. Hallelujah. One day, Elijah 
you know, had because you know, some of you have some other goals that you try every now and then. Jesus, Jesus. you have some other goal that you try every now and then. Some I, of them, my God. Tried, I mean, you have prayed and prayed and prayed and not received certain answers. Mm. You try some other gods you have tried. Yeah, you're preaching. But I'm telling you, any God who cannot speak, you don't have to. My God. Try. But our God, He answers. Hallelujah. Amen. Preach, so Rabbi. In the book of First Kings, First Kings chapter 18. Uh, let me show you something. First Kings chapter show 18. Me, verse, 21. verse 21. First Kings 18 and verse 21. This is when Elijah was challenging the, the prophets of Baal. Do you remember that story? Yeah. He was challenging the prophets of Baal to prove to Ahab that there is a God of Israel that they should all serve. That was his point. And he gathered them, the prophets of Baal, he gathered all of them. He says, and Elijah came unto all the people and said, how long? How long halt ye between two opinions? You see, and I'm sharing some of you who have, you know, some Bovidi, Shagovidi, you have this God here, and then you have this God there, you know. You went for four interviews, the pastor prayed for you, they didn't pick you, so this time, they, let me call, let me call my, my uncle, let him. You know what You understand. So he says, how long would you be torn between these two opinions? If mm. the Lord be God, follow him. Mm. But if Baal, then follow him. Mm. So you say that if it is God, just follow God. And if mm. it is Baal you believe in, who is the real God, then follow Baal. And the people, he says, and the people answered him not a word. Mm. You understand? Then yes, said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only remain a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. You see, mm. so, you see I mean, it, just think about it. If people really believe in God, do you think there will be 450 prophets for Baal? Uh, uh, and not uh, one prophet standing in for God. Uh, do you see? So the next verse, he said, Verse 23, let them therefore give us two bullocks. That means give us two cows, whatever. Okay, give us two lambs. Give us two cows and let them choose these prophets. So he has divided himself, one as a single person and the 450 prophets on one side. And he says, between the two, two of us, these two groups, myself and these 450, give us two bullocks. And let them choose one bullock for themselves. So you let them choose one. And then cut it in pieces. And lay it on wood. That means set an altar. Do you understand? And lay it on wood. And put no fire. Don't set the, the altar on fire. You mm -hmm. cut your bullocks. Cut your lamp. And put it on, on, the, on, the, on the wood. And I will dress the other lamp or bullock. And lay it on wood. And put no fire under. So we both are going to have two different bullocks. I will set mine. You will set yours first on the altar. And you cut yours and set it on altar. And I will set mine. And I will set it on altar. Then it says, 
the next verse, he says, and call ye on the name of your gods. Mm. And I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answered by fire, mm. let him be God. Amen. So he says, you will call on your God and I will also call on my God. Mm. And we will see the God who will respond by setting this altar on fire. Mm. Let, that, let that God be God. Amen. And all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. That means that is a good plan. Today we will know. Today will be today. We will know who is the real God. Whether it is God or it is the Lord. You see, so verse 25, he said, And Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, Choose your one bullock. Choose you one bullock for yourselves. And dress it first. For you are many. And call on the name of your gods. But put no fire under oh. the wood. Oh. Okay. So listen to this. The next verse. And they took the bullock, which was oh. given them, oh. and they dressed it, oh. and called on the name of Ba, from morning even until noon. What a shock! Praying, what a shock! Sweating, calling on Ba, from morning until noon. My God! Oh Ba. Hear us. Mm. But there was no voice. Mm. Nor was there any answer. Mm. And then they jump on the on the altar. He says, and they leap upon the altar, mm. which was made, and then praying. Now they are standing off 150. They are jump on the altar and praying mm. and calling on Baal and calling on Baal. And it came to mm. pass at noon. No, how did they answer? My God, so now Elijah began to mock them. My God, he began to laugh at them. My God, and the Bible says that then Elijah mocked them and said, Cry loud, pray louder. <laughs> Maybe the God is sleeping or something. He said, Pray louder, pray, pray, shout, shout, scream. He said, pray louder because he's a God. Mm. Either he's talking, maybe he's engaged, he's talking to someone. Yeah. You know, he's not a big God. My he's not Lord. Like a God who can listen to five my people God. at the same time. One person is praying from Nigeria to oh. heaven. Another one is from, you know, Judah. Another one is from Palestine. Another, maybe different people are calling. So his mind is on someone else. Just yeah, God, God. Pray, continue yeah. to pray. What a God. He's not the kind of God who can multitask. My God. Do you see? You don't like the scripture, Salom. Okay. Let <laughs> me preaching you. good. Preach, Ray. Are you hearing my, my, the word of God? Preach, Rabbi. Preach. He says, cry out loud, for he is a God. Either he is talking or he is pursuing. Pursuing oh. either he's maybe chasing someone or he's maybe he's in the bathroom or something, you know, maybe he's urinating or he's you know he's or or maybe he's in a journey, maybe he has gone somewhere, he has traveled. Oh. You know, maybe somebody is calling upon him and he has gone to another place, or maybe he's taking a nap. Oh. Is it adventure? He's sleeping oh. and must be awake. You have to wake him up. Wake him mm. up, pray louder and wake him up. And they cried aloud as 
Elijah was teasing them. They also cried aloud. Oh my God. And look at all the things that you do. They also do them. You see, and they cut themselves after their manner with knives and lancet, cutting themselves, all kinds of things and bleeding. Still, the blood gushed out upon them and out. What a shock. And it came to pass when midday was past. And they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that there was neither voice nor any to answer, nor any that regarded. My God. Silent. No God. And Elijah said unto all the people, come near unto me. You come near. Come near. (laughs) And all the people came near because they have all grouped around the 450 Mm. prophets. This is, mm. and no, now quietness, no answer. Mm. He says, okay, now all of you come. If there's no action there, come here, come here. And he repaired because that by this time, they have jumped on the altar. They have messed the altar up through the wood here. So Elijah put them all back together. So, and he prepared the altar of the Lord. That was wow. broken down. That was broken down. And Elijah wow. took 12 stones. Because by this time, they have broken down the altar of the Lord. No one cares about God anymore. Because they think that God doesn't answer their prayers. And that is the reason why I'm reading this scripture to you. Because you turn away because you think that God doesn't answer prayers. But God does answer prayers. You have to give to God the right way for him to answer your prayers. 100%. Amen. Amen. You are preaching good, Rev. Hallelujah. Amen. And Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, unto the whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. Okay. And with the stones, he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar. So he built the altar and then he dug a trench. He dug the trench, what you call, you call gutter. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. He dug it around the altar. He says, and he dug a trench about the altar as, a, as great as would contain two measures of seed. Mm. Okay. And he put the wood in order and cut the bullocks in pieces and laid him on the wood and said, fill the four barrels with water and pour it on the burnt offering and on the wood. You see? So now, you know how hard is it to light a wet wood you know how it is some of you don't like wood so you don't know how it is <laughs> but if you like wood you realize that when it's wet it's very difficult to light it mm-hmm. yes. so now he's That's telling true. them he said pour water on the wood he says pour fill four barrels with water and pour it wow. on the sacrifice make even the bullock that is cut in pieces make it wet and the mm. wood make it wet the next verse and he said, do it the second time. That means pour more water, four barrels of water, pour it on it, soak it. And they did it the second time. And he said, do it the third time. And they pour more water the third time. They awesome. did it the third time. And the water now run, run about the altar. That means the water is now drenching wow. out. Wow. And he filled the trench the trench that he has dug 
around the altar was filled with water. That means the water has soaked the altar so much that now it has come in even into the goddess. Wow. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, mm. Isaac and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and mm. that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word. Mm. Amen. And the next verse, hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God. You see, Amen. God will answer prayers to turn hearts back again. God Amen. will, this is why you need answered prayers. Because when Amen. God answers Amen. your prayer, you can make people turn their hearts back to God. You can Amen. speak with confidence about Amen. the Jesus that we serve. You can speak with confidence about salvation. You can, when God has answered your prayer, you can say to someone, listen, I was in this situation. Listen, uh, I went through this and I saw how the hand of God moved and changed uh, all things around me and I know that he can do the same thing for you. If only Amen! You wow! What a beautiful That's a word. Hallelujah. He says, hear me, O Lord, hear me, that these people may know that thou art God, the Lord God. And I have turned their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice. And the wood, the wet wood, and consumed the wood, and consumed the stones. The stones got burnt. And licked up the water. The, every, every drop of water that was in the drench dried up. Wow. That is a fire from God. Mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when Hallelujah. all the people Amen. saw it, they Amen. fell on their faces. Amen. The Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. Amen. Amen. Your Amen. Amen. People will look at you and they say, Indeed, the Lord, He Amen. is the God, and we will serve Him. Amen. What the mighty God will say. Amen. Amen. So God wants to answer all our prayers. He wants Amen. to. Psalm 91, verse 15. He says, He shall, ye shall, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. Oh. Isaiah 59 verse 9, he says, Then shall thou call, and the Lord shall answer. The Lord shall answer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 58 verse 9. Then shall thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Amen. Amen. So God wants to answer your prayers. These scriptures are showing us, he shall answer. He shall answer. Hallelujah. Amen. Said, call, and the Lord shall answer. You know, there's a difference between will answer and shall answer. Amen. Now, shall answer is definite. Hallelujah. Amen. It's stronger. It's stronger assurance that you will Amen. receive answers. Amen. Amen. So Jesus said in Luke 11 verse 9, he says, and I say unto you, ask. And it shall, it shall, say it shall. 
It shall. It says, ask and it shall be given you. And ye shall find. Knock. Amen. It shall be open unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. God is answering your prayers right now. God is answering your prayers. Amen. Amen. Answered prayers. Amen. Every single prayer that you Amen. 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 You are preaching good. I prepared for the steps. Oh, yes, Reverend. Wonderful. So the first first step to 100% answered prayer. The first is learn how to pray yourself without needing anyone else to pray for you. Learn how to pray yourself without needing anyone else to pray for you. That's it. The first step to 100% answered prayer is to learn. The first step, learn how to pray yourself without needing anyone else to pray for you. Jesus taught us to pray to our Heavenly Father. You see, many people do not know to pray for themselves. Many people don't pray for themselves. They want someone else to pray for for them. Mm. Many people depend on their pastors to pray for them. I'm preaching. Hallelujah. They kneel before their prophets. They kneel before a prophet to lay hands to pray for them. Hallelujah. Now, there is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with your pastor praying for you. There is nothing wrong with kneeling for a prophet to pray for you. But you have to know how to pray yourself. Amen. That's what teaching. Amen. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Many people don't join the prayer meetings when we are praying. Many people don't join. In fact, you see, you know that one of the things that many Christians don't do is to pray for themselves. And that is why prayer meetings are the least attended activity among Christians. They don't join because they think that the pastor is there. Anytime they need a prayer, the pastor is there. What a shock. You see? And there are also some pastors also who depend on prayer warriors. If you are a pastor that you depend on prayer warrior, your ministry will crash. My God. Mercy. You should see the prayer warrior's prayer as an extra bonus. Added bonus. As they are praying for you, I believe that when you all pray, I hear you. You know, sometimes I don't ask, I'm praying, I'm here, somebody also has their phone. Then, and I, if we pass by you here, let us pray for Reverend. Let us, it's, it's a good thing. I believe it. And I believe that all those prayers, when you pray, the Lord hears. Because some Amen. of the requests that you put before the Lord, I see the answers. Amen. You understand? Amen. I see the answers. But it shall not, it cannot be the prayer that I depend on. Mm. You understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes, what about if the people are sleeping? Like sometimes only six of you are on the line. Mercy. And Mercy. Of the six, three are snoring. Mercy, Lord. Only one actively praying. Oh, mercy. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So yes, on that. Amen. Amen. So it is good to have your, your, a friend praying for you, to have that support, but you mm-hmm. must learn 
to pray for yourself. Amen. Your life should not depend on someone praying for you. Amen. Because yeah, there is no guarantee. Me. There is no guarantee. That oh, the is oh, yeah, there is no guarantee. And uh, the, uh, the evidence that I have for you is you know that prayer is hard. It's oh. not easy to pray. Prayer is hard for everyone. Do you understand? Helping me, Ray. And so, if it is hard, then you can depend on some people that they are always praying for you. <laughs> oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. You are preaching good, Ray. You believe, uh, you stay there. You are preaching good. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, you can depend if it is hard. What? How can you depend on someone constantly praying for you? Sure. Hallelujah. Amen. So Ask, ask you, you, you ask the father. You ask the father. You are Amen. supposed to be able to pray yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. Remember that your prayers, it says, of the righteous man availed much. Amen. Prayers of a born again Christian, it avails much. That is Amen. the promise of God. Amen. That your prayers avail much in um, James 5.16. That your prayers avails much. You are righteous according to the scriptures. You see, you are righteous enough. You have righteousness enough according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21. It says, you are righteous. Your righteousness is not of yourself, but it's in Christ. Amen. It means that you are righteous enough to ask God. Amen. Listen, and you will hear and you will answer. Hallelujah. Amen. That you need to now pray for yourself. And the steps that I'm sharing with you is for yourself. It's for you. I'm Preach, not Rabbi. steps for someone to pray for you. Preach to me, Rabbi. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Amen. Oh, yes, Rabbi. So don't depend on another person to pray for you. Don't depend sure. only on your pastor's prayer. What if your pastor is snoring and he's sleeping? Understand what I'm sharing with you. Then what you are waiting for answers. You said the pastor is praying for me and the pastor is sleeping. Mercy. <laughs> are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, So you must learn to pray. And I'm telling you, today you should change because many Christians, many Christians, it's not only this church, many Christians don't pray. Mercy. Many Christians don't pray. So the beginning, the first step is that you learn to pray for yourself. Amen. Amen. Don't depend on someone to pray. Amen. And those, the person that you are depending on to pray, that person may not even know these steps that I'm sharing with you. And so also don't receive 100% answers. You are preaching. Okay. Now, number two, the second step. The second step to 100% answered prayer is to pray to your heavenly father. Are you listening? Listen very carefully. Number two, the second step to 100% answered prayer is pray to your heavenly father and not to anyone else. Amen. Not to anyone else. I want you to listen very carefully. We are going by the scriptures. Okay, we are going by the scriptures and I'm giving you what the scripture says. You pray to your heavenly father. Amen. John 16 verse 23. 
John 16, verse 23, is John 16, verse 23. It says, and in that day, ye shall ask me nothing. You know who is speaking here? God. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus. He says, and in that day, ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father, the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Amen. <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, I'm teaching you how to get 100% answers to your prayers. 100%. So Jesus said Amen. that in that day, we will not ask him for anything. And what day are we talking about? Jesus was talking about the period when he will no longer be with the disciples. Because that is what he was talking about in John 16 here. That the period where he will no longer be with the disciples, where he will no longer be with us, he was directing us to pray to the Heavenly Father himself. Amen. Amen. When he was with them, you know, they looked to him when they needed food and there was no food. And he made provision. And he also asked the father. Do you understand? Yes, right. He asked the father. Amen. So he's showing us when I go, you are going to ask the father. Oh. Now, you, your question is, you see, now, you see, Jesus was directing the disciples to the Father and not to himself. Mm. Okay? I am teaching you something very important. Teach me, Reverend. He was yes. directing the disciples to the Father and not to himself. And yes. the question is, is there any difference between praying to Jesus and praying to the Heavenly Father? Is there a difference? You see, I mean, there must be a difference. Amen. There must be a difference because if there was no difference, Jesus would not have told us what he did then. There must be a difference. Otherwise, there was no point for him to have told us that. There was no point for him to have brought it up. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So yes, if you want 100% answered results, 100% prayers, do what Jesus said you should do. Amen. Let's do exactly what Jesus said you should do. Begin your prayers by saying, Our Father. Begin your prayers saying, Heavenly Father. Amen. Begin your prayers saying, Dear Father. Or our Father which art in heaven. Amen. Begin your prayers saying, Abba Father. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Direct yes. your prayers directly yes. to the Father. Because yes. Amen. He came from the Father. He came from heaven. And he said that when I'm not with you and you are praying, ask the Father. Direct it to the Father. Amen. He knows why. We don't know. But that is what he told us. He didn't explain why we shouldn't pray to him directly. But he says, ask the Father. Amen. Amen. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Amen. I tell you, you will begin to experience 100% 100% answered prayers. Amen. Amen. Are you Amen. understanding why you are receiving 100% answered prayers? Yes. Many yes. times. Yes. 
Yeah, because you know, our ways, setting our ways and tradition, and not following what the scripture says. Yes, 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 today yes. we are changing our prayer style. Because exactly what Jesus told us we should do. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There are some people who pray to Mary. You understand? They say, Hey Mary, they say all kinds of things. Do you understand? I believe a lot of you have done that before. Yes, sir. I mean, you if you have gone to certain churches, you you know that that's how they pray. They pray to Jesus didn't tell us to pray to his mother. Jesus never anywhere, the one who came from the father, the one who came from heaven, never told us to pray to his mother. Mm. I mean, we admire Mary, we honor her, we respect her, we cherish her for for the sacrifice, how she went through, what she went through to give us the Savior, to allow God to come into the world through her. We cherish her, but there is nowhere in the Bible where it says we should pray to her. And I believe that sometimes Mary herself, she's wondering, why are the people praying to me? Why are the people, what can I do for them? Because she also <laughs> saw herself as a maiden. She saw herself and she said it in Luke chapter 1 and verse 38. She says, and Mary said, Luke 1, 38, and Mary said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. So what can Amen. she do? She can't do much for us. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes, yes. She was a great woman. She was a very special woman. And we truly respect and admire her. But we cannot pray to her. We cannot pray to her. Hallelujah. We will Amen. pray to our heavenly father. And Amen. we will receive 100% answers. 100% results. Amen. Because that is what Amen. Jesus told us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The third step, the third step, the third step to 100% answered prayer is pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Pray in the name of Jesus. The third step to 100% answered prayer is pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. See, unfortunately, many people use the name of Jesus as an exclamation, you know, or as a swear word. You know, you see somebody's trying to force it, ah, Jesus, you know. And then, you know, somebody, Christ. You hear some bad news, ah, Christ, Jesus, you know. And because we throw the name around like that, it has caused Christians also to have lost the respect for the power that is in the name of Jesus. Yeah, saying something. It has caused Christians to underestimate this name Jesus. You have no idea. You have no idea. And I'm going to show you. Hallelujah. We have, we, have, we have come to underestimate this name. We, we, we don't know. We don't know the power in this name. And we don't know the value in this name. Mm. Because we throw it around, we throw it around. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Even when you, you you touch a hot pan, you know you are cooking and you touch the hot pan and then it bends you a little bit. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> well, you are preaching good. 
<laughs> so you you don't you 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 don't know when to use it to to for 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 power. True. Okay. Amen. You cooking you cooking and the knife even paper 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 cut paper cut. You use no, your no, finger. No. Who told you to use your finger to open the envelope? You use your finger to open the envelope and it cuts <laughs> your finger and then Jesus. <laughs> Mercy. You see, I mean, so you paper cut. You are you you are throwing a powerful name around like that. <laughs> so you are changing how you use that name. Yeah, Amen. 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 Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes, Reverend. Yes, Reverend. Power. There is power, there is power in that name. Power in Amen. that name. Philippians Amen. chapter two and verse nine. Let me show you something. Philippians chapter two and verse nine. You see, this is what the Bible says. It says, wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. I don't know what you are involved in, but I want you to pause and listen to what you Those of you who come to church and you are doing your homework as if you are writing notes. Amen. You are writing your paper. Listen to what I'm saying to you. But I believe that you are writing notes. You are writing the points that I'm sharing with you. I trust you. Amen. (laughs) Wonderful. It says, wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Amen. A name which is above Amen. every name. Amen. Verse 10. Here is a power. Are you ready for the power? Yes, Reverend. It is that at the name or at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee should bow. Amen. Now listen. Listen very carefully. He says, at the name, at, at the name Jesus, what that means that at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee should bow. It should. Amen. Of things in heaven. Amen. Wow. I'm telling you, you underestimated this name. He says, of things in heaven Amen. and things in earth and Amen. things under the earth. Amen. That means everything. That you can think of. Go Mm. back to verse 10. Go back to verse 10. It says that, verse 10, it says that at, or verse 9, please, verse 9. It says, wherefore, God has also, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. So I don't know any condition which has a name that you know. I don't know any disease which has a name that you know. I don't know oh. any other witch which has a name that you... I, I, I don't know. I don't know which wizard's name that comes to your head. I don't know which witchcraft activity name that comes to you. Oh, but God. that name, Jesus, is above 
every name. It is above Amen. every name. Amen. Every that name. Amen. Every, every condition, Amen. every difficult situation, any test that you are taking that is hard, that people have failed, any job difficulty, anything at the mention of that name. It says that name is above that. That name is above Amen. it. Amen. And when you mention that name, that thing bow, everything bow, everything Amen. that you know, it bows. Amen. Yeah. That is the power of the name that is given to us. Amen. You have no idea. You have no idea. Hallelujah. What is Amen. given to you. So Jesus said in John chapter 16 and verse 23, listen to this. John chapter 16 and verse 23. John 16 and verse 23. John 16 and verse 23. You're almost there. Verse 23. He says, And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, are you following the steps? Yes, sir. You are asking the Father, but you are asking in my name, in the name Jesus that the Father has given. He says, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. He Amen. will give it to you. Because even the Father in heaven, when you mention that name, he lifts his hand up. Because he had given that name and has exalted him so much that if you are asking the father and you mention that name, he says, if that's the name you are throwing around, here it is. And I tell you, name, it carries power. Name carries power. Amen. Amen. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? In our church, church, when someone calls you, Sometimes someone calls me and then he says, Apostle George said, I should call you this, you know, my, all my attention. I take a paper and a pen. I'm ready. Or someone calls and he says, Bishop says so-and-so. Then, I mean, you understand? Just the mention of them, if it's Bishop, you like, you are happy with it or you are not happy with it, you embrace it. You understand what I'm sharing with you? So name carries power. Name carries power. And God is giving us a name. He says he has exalted this name above everything. That when you call it, every knee bows. And so Jesus says, you pray. When you ask the Father, throw my name. Throw my name in there. Ask the Father and just ask it in my name. You will see what he will do. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But the use of name always leads to rapid results. And at the name of Jesus, every knee bows. And demons respond to the name of Jesus. Witchcraft activities, they respond to the name of Jesus. Sicknesses, they respond to the name of Jesus. Satan will bow when you mention Jesus. Satan bows. Satan will bow. Because they know that as for this name, when you throw around. But you see, the way you throw it around, that is why they know that you don't know the value. The way you, 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 you just jump on a step and then you almost fell and then you just throw it around. I mean, that has nothing to do with Satan. You were not looking. 
You are, <laughs> you are preaching. <laughs> are you understanding what I'm sharing with That's you? Okay. Use the name appropriately. Use the name appropriately. And know how much power is in it. Appropriately. With, with, with your heart in it that as I'm mentioning this name, it's going to get me somewhere. Do you understand? Yes, somebody called called me about something that needed to be done and then I told that person tell this person that I said you, you should go on it was, there was no question the moment she went and told the person Reverend said you should do it he went and then the Reverend said do this that was it do you understand yes, yes Reverend so name carries power even yes, my little name do you understand <laughs> powerful. It's name. a big name to us. Too powerful. Is a powerful name. You understand? Yes, sir. And there is power in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Acts, look at the book of Acts. Acts chapter 4 and verse 4. We almost, I'm, I'm almost going to pause because um, we cannot. Uh, so let me just finish. Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 4 and verse 4. He says, you know, do, do you remember the story when um, Peter and John were going to the temple and they saw, let's read from verse one quickly. Let me just go through it quickly so you know which story I'm talking about. So he says, and as they speak unto the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them. But this is when um, in um, the previous chapter, Peter and I think um, if you go to chapter 3, maybe chapter 3 and verse 4. I think chapter 3 and verse 4. Let me see. Or chapter 3, verse 1. Verse 1. It says, And a certain man, now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms or to beg of them that entered into the temple. So this guy, every time the temple is open, they'll bring him and sit him down and he'll be begging. You know, if you go to a certain country, you see that somebody is blind and somebody is holding their hand. And then they walk them to your car for the person to ask you for something. So this guy... His family will come and bring him, and everybody sees his lame. So if you are going to the temple, come on, you are going to serve God. You will give something. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, sir. So he said, this is what he was doing. So verse 3, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. They asked him for, he asked him for, he asked them for something. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him, with John, look at what he said. I want you to listen carefully what he said. Fastening his eyes upon him with John said, look on us, look on us. So the guy, he gave heed unto them. That means he paid attention to them, expecting to receive something of them. So he thought that he, if you say, look at us, look at us, I am a beggar. If you say, look at us, what are you going to do? You are going to give me something. So he was expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. I have a power, and that is what I'm going to give you right now. There is something that God has given to me, 
and that has power and is above your begging situation. That power is above your, your deficits. It's above Amen. your deficiency. It's Amen. above everything that is troubling Amen. you right Amen. now. That makes Amen. You every day. I have Amen. that power. You look at Amen. me and believe what I'm going to say to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ Come of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Amen. Rise up. Amen. Amen. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him. And immediately his feet and ankles, bones, received strength. Because the 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 name Jesus above his crippled situation, above a childhood deficit, birth that has crippled him for years. Just Amen. The of the name Jesus. Amen. And now look at verse 4. I'm in chapter 4 and verse 4. They are preaching good. So when this thing happened, you know, now a lot of people, because they've not seen this before, I'm telling you, your life is going to change because now you know the power that is in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are knowing steps how to pray properly. Amen. So, verse, I mean, in chapter 4, the people, I mean, the whole of that chapter 3, people are now following John and Peter, and they are preaching to them. People are giving their lives to Christ. They are following. So, the high priests and the Sadducees and Pharisees, they were angry. And so, they called Peter and John, and they were asking them, trying to, you know, jail them, put them in jail for doing all. So, he's, they are in a court. And so verse um, chapter 4, please, let's go down. We don't have time to read all this. So go to chapter, uh, verse 10. This chapter, verse 10. It says, so as they were asking Peter and Paul uh, and, and John, this is their answer. It says, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that Amen. by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this name stand here, that this man stand here before you whole. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. He says, listen, it's nothing that we have done. We don't have anything. And you Amen. and I, we don't have anything. I don't have anything. Yes. We don't have righteousness. Look, just a few weeks prior, Peter was running away. He was denying Jesus. He was he he was lying. So we don't have righteousness. We don't have purity, but we have a name. Amen. And if we acknowledge that name, that has power. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, Reverend. That is what Peter was saying. He says, "Look." Be it known unto all of you that it is just by that name, by the name of Jesus Christ, not because there are other Jesuses that maybe, you know, you know Jesus, you know this guy called Jesus. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the one who was crucified, the one who God raised from the dead. It is his name that this lame man, this crippled man is standing here whole today. Not by the name. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, beloved, there is power in that name. But it is not only, you know, it doesn't, not only bad things yield to this name. Mm. Not only bad things. Do you understand? Even things in heaven. Are there bad things in heaven? No. Mm. But even things in heaven. That is why you ask the Father, but throw the name of Jesus in. Throw it in and ask him. Don't pray and just say in the name of Jesus, just by heart. Mean it that there is something in it that when you say this, I ask in the name of Jesus, you are going to receive answer. That you have thrown a very powerful name to the Lord, to the Father in heaven, and he's going to answer. Don't just throw it out. Don't just throw it out. That in Jesus' name I pray. In the name of Jesus' name I pray. There is real power in that name. And when you pray and you throw it in, Answers are coming. Amen. Hallelujah. 100% answered prayers. Powerful. 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 And you know, um, our time is up, but I want to give you oh. a, a that is important. Oh. So that you begin to see certain results just from. So just let me give you this one last point and then we we'll church. Okay. okay. So the fourth step, the fourth step to the 100% answered prayer is confess your sins. Amen. Confess your sins. Okay. Confess your sins. This is a very simple step. Confess your sins. So 1 John chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Amen. Look, we quote this scripture all the time when we Amen. are praying. Do you understand? But I Amen. want you to take a serious attention, pay a serious attention to this. Okay? And note it very well. It says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves Amen. and the truth is not in us. Mm. And I'm telling you, when the truth is not in you, you don't receive answers. Yes. When the truth is not in you, you don't receive answers. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And therefore, if you don't confess your sins, you are saying that you have no sin. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, you so when we begin to pray and we say that, you know, Let's confess our sins, you know, and we quote this scripture. Don't just, oh, that is what we do before we start praying. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Beloved, please, don't let it be just a routine ritual that we go through. It is not just a formality. It's not just something that we do before we introduce number one, prayer topic. It is necessary for 100% answered prayers. Amen. It's necessary. It says, if, you, if, we, we have, we, we, if we say that we have no sin, and the way you are not confessing, you are saying that you have no sin. What do you have to confess about? You don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't steal. So what, what are they talking about? But your pride. Your pride. You're going under. And operating under like a submarine. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, many of you oh, yes, are listening to mm. 
submarine. This morning, do you understand? But you see, you 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 have sin. We have all sin. All of us have sin. And when you don't confess your sins, there's no truth in you. And when there's no truth in you, let me show you what happens when there's sin in you. Why your prayers are not answered. Very important scripture that you have to remember all the time when we are praying and confessing our sins. That will make you take it seriously. Amen. Isaiah 59 and verse 1. Isaiah 59 verse 1. Hallelujah. So you see, we must always approach God with the consciousness that we have sinned. You must always approach God with the consciousness that you have sinned. And, you know, I want you to now begin to look at this prayer. Let's pray for forgiveness of our sins. Let's begin to look at it. And you come to the stage that even when you are praying this prayer, you are almost crying. Mm. Because now you understand, you are looking at yourself that you have really sinned. Begin now to pray this prayer with, 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 with like you are, you, are, you, are, you are very sad before the Lord. That mm. you, are, you are crying before the Lord. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, sir. Because of yes. this. It says, behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. Mm. But why? Why do we not receive answers when we pray? Mm. Why do we not get 100% answers when we pray? It says, Mm. but your iniquities, that Mm. means your sins, iniquities have separated you and your God. And your Mm. sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Hallelujah. Mm. Do you understand why your prayers are not answered? Mm. Because you take this confession prayer session as a routine thing. As if you don't have any sin. But you begin to pray now with sincerity that you have Mm. really sinned. Even the things that you don't know about. Sins Mm. that you cannot even think about. Confess about them. Mm. After you have confessed all the known sins, like just maybe yesterday you told a lie. Two days ago you stole. This you did. After you have confessed, because those you remember. Mm. After you have confessed all of those things, confess the ones that you cannot remember. Mm. Say like David, that Lord, search my heart. Search my heart. Lord, I avail my heart to you. If there's any wickedness that I cannot even remember, that I have not confessed, please search my heart and cleanse me. Purify me so that your ears will be close to my mouth and that your eyes can see me and you can hear me and your hand will be so close to me that you will receive me and you receive my prayers. That I will not be separated. My iniquities will not separate me from you. And that my sins will not cause you to hide your face from me. And that you you will hear me. Your ears will so close as I pray. Beloved, pray with sincerity. Don't pray. Don't don't, don't take it as a routine part of our prayer. If you want to receive 100% answers, when we say, let us now confess our sins, just have sincerity in your heart that you have really sinned against God. And you 
cleanse you and to purify Amen. you so that he Amen. can hear you. Amen. Amen. Put your Amen. hands together for the Lord. Oh, as you I believe change our lives as we are learning Amen. how the scripture is showing us how to really pray. Amen. So we will pause here and we will continue next time that we meet. What a word. Thank you, Reverend. Let us pray, please. Stand your feet and let us pray. Father, we are thankful and grateful. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us into your word, for teaching us and guiding us into your word. We are grateful today. Lord, indeed, we believe our prayer lives are changed. We believe the way and the manner that we pray has changed. Indeed, Lord, you have given us answers. When we say, teach me how to pray. How do I pray now? How do I get answers to my prayers? Lord, we thank you. We are grateful. We give you glory and we give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now with all eyes closed and every head bowed, I want to pray for anyone who is here. You have not received Christ as your savior. And you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and as my master and as my savior. If that is your prayer, I want you to join me as we say this prayer. Just repeat this after me. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ. I don't want to die and go to hell. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and as my savior. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful and thankful. So repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I confess my sins. I confess my sins. I repent from my sins. I repent from my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your blood. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Say, please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sing, Shana. believe you have been blessed with this powerful message, come and worship with us on the Zoom platform with ID number 823-299-84436 every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God richly bless you.